Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. When you grow up with a narcissist or you grow up in a very toxic environment, you are not taught to feel your emotions. You are taught to freeze those emotions and big girls don't cry and you just kind of pick up and go along. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Song, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. It is so, I'm so excited about this episode from a personal perspective because this girl is a former lawyer. Well, she's still a lawyer, but she went from a real estate attorney, just like, I mean, like we're both like kindred spirits because we were both lawyers for a really long time. And now she has transitioned to being a a wealth expert, a spiritual mentor. She helps women build their wealth, their their consciousness, their spirituality, really. And I, I mean, it's just like so much more. I feel like you can't even put it in words what you do for for people. I mean, you really transform their whole souls. I feel like their <laughs> souls, their spirit. I mean, because you did that. You went from being in in a relationship that caused you a lot of trauma. You were in relationship with narcissists. And and now you've built this million dollar, massive, huge thing. And you you so are doing the same thing for other people. And I'm so excited to have you here because... You're going to teach everybody how to do the same. So welcome. Thank you for having Rebecca. I'm so excited about being here today. Oh, and by the way, Shamina Taylor, that's your name. I didn't even say that. Hi, I'm (laughs) Shamina Taylor. Just to clarify, my ex-husband wasn't a narcissist, but my father was. So definitely just to clarify, but yes, I have overcome that. And it's it's connected to wealth, believe it or not, when you understand um, your toxic patterns and how a narcissist plays into your victimness, it like, it is all connected to money. Yeah. I mean, and so you recognize that healing is how, like you were able to heal your trauma and, and through that you were able to grow into your, you know, your wealth and who you are. And, and now you are able to take that and, and transform lives. And so, I mean, I want to go back and talk about, first of all, why did you become a lawyer first? You know, it's so funny because I, I try to think back about when that decision was made, I think ever since I was eight, I was arguing with my mom all the time. And then I think people always just kept telling me I was going to be a great lawyer because I was always arguing, arguing, arguing. And I don't remember the moment. It was just always a natural progression that I was going to go to law school. Like that was, 
ever since I was little, I don't remember wanting to be anything else, to be quite honest with you. So that was just my, my path. Um, you know, once I did get to law school, I found my people there, you know, I found the people that were just like me that, you know, um, we had the same similar, similar ways of thinking of operating, you know, the A types, you know, people who are very opinionated. I felt like I was around people who were too much and I could also be the same and also be, you know, very vocal about my opinions. And it felt really good. Yeah. And you were not a lawyer for just a couple of years. I mean, you were a lawyer for a long time, just like me. How long were you, how long did you practice law? 20 years. I practiced law. I was a real estate attorney, the latter half of my, um, my career. That's what I did. So I could still be a mama and still be able to practice law. And before foreclosures were a big thing that they are now, that's, I was the foreclosure queen in the beginning. I did real estate law and I did a lot of contracts back then on, um, um, commercial and uh, residential. And it was, uh, it was amazing because I could still have a, a family and I could still run my practice at the same time. I had my own shingle out there. So it was, it was, it was me, myself, and I, and my assistant. And that's how we were running things. Or I wouldn't call her a paralegal. She was my assistant, but you know, that was it. Yeah. I mean, just like, I mean, I had my own practice for a long time too. And I was raising my kids and my family. And, um, and then you got divorced at some point along the way. Yeah. I did 10, let's see, we got divorced in 2015, but I got separated in 2013 during my awakening moment of realizing that the life that I had created wasn't actually the life I wanted to live, which was, um, pretty interesting when you have that awakening moment. I was on a yoga mat actually, and I'd done yoga probably like three times. I just finishing a bodybuilding competition and, um, a girlfriend of mine was having a, um, she was being filmed on TV because, uh, she, for yoga, cause she was in the competition with me. And I remember being on that mat and having this massive breakthrough. I was in the, the, what was it called? The, um, frog pose. And I was just crying and all this emotions were released from my hips. You know, one of the things that I realized after decades of having unhealed trauma is that I had so much locked in me that wasn't process of emotions because when you grow up with a narcissist or you grow up in a very toxic environment, you are not taught to feel your emotions. You are taught to freeze those emotions and big girls don't cry and you just kind of pick up and go along. And that's kind of what I did until that moment in my life where it was like this damn, just like went, and it was like, okay, all right. I can't unsee and unfeel what just happened. Like something in my life has to change. It was in that moment. My girlfriend was talking and she's like, do you, do you, do you, are you really happy? And I'm like, I forgot who Shamina was. I was in such survival mode for so many years. And I'm sure many people can relate to that where you're just like, you just get up and you just keep going, you know, wake up, do the same thing over and over again. And I'm a high achiever. So being busy and accomplishing things were my go-to drug of how I survived. Right. Until that moment. And I, there was no turning back. I realized like, okay, things have to change. And a month later, my now ex-husband, he had moved, we decided he would move out. And I just spent the last 10 years on a journey of really finding who I was, breaking my patterns and healing. And um, it's been amazing. Yeah. But you still continue to practice law after that? I did for a little bit. And then I realized like I had a calling on that mat that day, something came to me and said, you were here for something bigger. I just didn't know what, and you know, it's really scary because you have this, you know, profession that you've been in for years that, you know, is guaranteed money coming in and, you know, it takes care of my family. And then, um, all the investment made into becoming a lawyer, it's not a cheap endeavor, you know, to, to do that. And also it's a highly widely respected profession. And I knew there was something else 
calling to me and I didn't know what it was and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew I couldn't ignore that calling. And you do well as, as an attorney. I used, I, I, I used to hear people call it the golden handcuffs. Like you can't actually just leave it very easily. No, it wasn't. And, you know, I think the, it was like almost like serendipitous because the market was crashing and, you know, a lot of things were going and where people were trying to bounce back again, things were changing in real estate. And my kids were four and five at the time. And, um, my ex-husband was working a lot. So I had really scaled back on my practice, but, um, I was afraid to let everything go because what if I did, what would happen? And there came a point where I just jumped and I'm like, okay, I have to really figure out what this is. And I spent years working on myself and I would take deals here and there, but I wasn't fully disconnected until eventually in 2008, I'm like, okay, I I can't do both right now. It, It felt misaligned. And so then I, decided, okay, 2019, this is it. I took some deals on and then 2020, my business completely blew up and it was, it was amazing. I, we, I mean, we made seven figures right away. It was amazing how I thought everybody did. So when I came on, it worked really well. So I mean, during COVID, this is during COVID. Yeah. During COVID. And, um, you know, and at that moment I was like, I'm so glad I'm not practicing law right now because where would I be going? Like zoom rooms. I mean, people were, and I was a real estate attorney on top of that. Like the real estate industry had shut down. We, you know, lawyers weren't really practicing in that moment. And I feel like, I feel spiritually I was aligned and I was set up for this new work that was coming my way. I just had to say yes and listen and trust the intuition and the voice that I couldn't really pinpoint. And being a lawyer, I'm so like, um, I still like this where I, I'm evidence-based and I'm, you know, I look for facts. I look for things to make sense. And the stuff that was happening to me didn't make any sense. So I had to, I had to go deep and trust something inside of me that I, that I didn't maybe always trust before. And when I started doing that healing work, I started getting really connected to that feminine energy inside of me. And I really started connecting to, you know, my spiritual self and just really trusting my soul. Like this is the right thing to do, even though there was no evidence to say, you know, go ahead and do it. I had to keep trusting and man talk about faith. That was like a huge, huge jump in faith. Mm, Yeah. Well, it was during COVID that I made my jump onto YouTube and did all my stuff too. Right. I made it, you know, there were times that you had to, they were those times that you had to make decisions. You had to make changes. Right. So there was also some trauma that you endured as a teenager by a family member. Talk about that. Well, this is going to relate to some of your uh, listeners. Um, I thought I was 15, but actually I was 16. And um, because a lot of it, I didn't remember exactly the time period because I'd blacked most of it out. But my father, um, and it took taken me a long time to identify who, because I used to say a family member, and now I'm okay with saying who, um, I'd found out my mom was, uh, my dad was cheating on my mom. And this is just a short abbreviated version. And my father wasn't, um, he, he wasn't, he didn't seem like a bad person, you know, like overall, he was a charming person, but that night, um, something flipped in him and, um, he was, uh, started to physically attack me and, um, he was beating me that night. He had pinned me on the ground and I just remember him smashing my face into the ground. We had this pink carpet and it had really cheap fiber of the, the carpet and he was and uh, smashing my face. And I thought I'm going to die here right now. I, I, I was struggling for my life. And I remember grabbing a phone and it was one of those cradle phones like this, the white ones. And I went and grabbed it and it had his edges and I, I grabbed it because I was laying on the ground. He was on top of me and I grabbed the phone and I hit his face to 
get him off of me. And I remember cutting his face and that's the moment that I was able to get out and I was barefoot and I ran out the first place I could get, I ran out to the front door and went to my neighbor's house and banged on the door. And my mom reminded me it was, it was, um, Halloween night. And, um, you know, that moment changed my life forever because I never got therapy. I never got help. I was, our family was just very hush hush about things. We just kind of, you know, we don't talk about it. And, um, and I think a lot of people were raised that way. You just kind of move through things. You don't, you don't, you don't deal with them. And, Personally, I spent decades having a story about, you don't know what happened to me. You don't know what I've been through, you know, and always having to overcompensate and prove myself to be strong and to be, um, loved. And I spent a lot of years feeling very unworthy and not being, and I, I still have to remind myself how worthy I am of love and how worthy I'm of, of, of being honored. I have a 15 year old, 16 year old soon right now. And a 17 year old, I cannot imagine putting my hands on her unless to hug her, you know, and being a, being a little girl and not being protected, this led into not feeling very safe in my life and always looking for safety and creating a victim mindset, you know, and a victimhood. Cause I never got to heal it. And, but now that is all healed. Now I can say that with a lot of um, pride that of the work that I've been through, I am happy that I'm at this place now, but I wasn't then. And for decades, decades, mm-hmm. I went through that, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel a lot of people don't realize that Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive your store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bestlife, all lowercase. Go to Shopify dot com slash best life to take your retail business to the next level today shopify.com slash best life this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Did you know that Americans spend more than 90% of their time indoors and that in some cases, indoor air can actually be more polluted than outdoor air? And that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths across the world every year. Airborne allergens are the most common allergy triggers such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. 
We are so happy to introduce an air purifier that captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, Money, ABC, and more. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor is amazing and it comes with no questions asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctor.com and use the promo code Your Best Life. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 40% off. You're saving up to 40% off. Lock in this special offer by going to AIR. D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O dot com and use the promo code your best life. There's a way to get through it. Like I'm living proof that you can move through that. But then once I realized that I started healing the trauma and realizing that I had, I had, a, I had, uh, my father was a narcissist. Mm. And so he, I made him look bad that day when I told my mom about what he was yeah, doing. So, absolutely. you know, I made him look bad. I called him out yeah. and um, it triggered they him. They don't want, they don't want that. And then he was all about how, how he looked, you know, like my, course, my dad. That's more important to them than anything. Yeah. He told me when I was pregnant with my daughter, we were in Hawaii and he's like, wow, you've gained a lot of weight. Yeah. I mean, it made him look bad, you know? And so he was always very, you know, he didn't realize what he was doing probably. And this is me making probably excuses for him, but I know that he, this just his natural way of doing things. He just would manipulate everybody into making them, making us feel sorry for him. Like he was the ultimate victim. And so my brother's a doctor, he's an MD and he also fell to that as well. I mean, he has his own story with my dad, but, um, I spent years not, you know, realizing that I had a toxic pattern with narcissists, even in like, after I was, you know, got divorced, in the dating scene and who I allowed in my mentors that I hired. I mean, it was like a repetitive pattern everywhere of having that power. Anyway, what I realized was, is that money is also, if I allow it to be in that control state and me being the victim to it, it will always control me. And once I started breaking this pattern with, you know, um, toxic masculinity, like narcissists and healing my own masculinity and being safe in my masculinity, I realized that money will always be there to support me. And it changed my wealth consciousness because how we receive it is feminine, but in how we, um, you know, and how, how it comes to us is in the masculine way being supported by it instead of us chasing it and being a high achiever and being in a, a toxic pattern. What I did was I chased money. I was like, I'm going to be successful because I made money. You know, we all make money with high achievers. Like most of my clients are double degrees because like, we're, we excel. We're looking for that validation. And when you chase the money, it's, you're not giving it a chance to really come to you in a, in a big way. So I was able to move through those patterns and it's all connected. And now that I figured it out, I teach it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, here's the pattern. Here's how you break it. And and literally millions came in at that point. I'm not saying that's going to be for everybody, but for me, it was um, highly powerful to realize that I am lovable, that I am worthy, that, um, you know, a narcissist is going to always try to t- steal your power. And because I was such a powerful child from a young a young, a young gal, I would always attract them. And I always would feel sorry for them at being an empath and realizing that I get to um, break a pattern was amazing. 
Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. What money does for us is it provides us a roof over our head, gives us security, makes us feel safe. And once we have a certain amount of it, we feel relaxed a little bit. Okay, we're safe now. But really, it's a false sense of safety because the moment that that money could go away, you're back into that like fight or flight mode and you're you're feeling anxious, right? So it's, um, it's being able to feel safe even if you don't have the money, but with the masculine energy until you could heal your toxic patterns with the masculine, which usually looks a lot like a traumatic, um, you know, narcissistic relationship, you know, attachment issues and whatnot until you can heal through that. The chances of you feeling super safe with money doesn't happen. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. I'm always looking for ways to make drinking water more easy. I know how important it is to staying hydrated and healthy. That's why you've got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process and they work with no installation or plumbing. Just throw it on there and it uses the same technology used by all the major bottled water brands and no plastic waste no changing filters every two to three months they last six months to two years one set of filters makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water and it tastes fantastic. I can tell you it has made my tea taste so much better and it was so easy to set up. Aqua True comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. It even makes a great gift and today you guys get 20% off any Aqua True purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com that's A-Q-U-A atru.com and enter the code your best life at checkout that's 20% off any aqua true water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use the code your best life this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small when we carry them and we bottle them up, it can definitely affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get them off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know it's definitely been helpful for me in learning how to deal with past trauma and set boundaries and be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's super convenient because it's all online and flexible. Just Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash negotiate today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash negotiate. 
Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. I did some research and I realized that when you're young, the traumas you go through, whether they're big or small, impact you in the same way. They did a study where they took a kid from middle America, you know, white, wealthy, who was bullied and they scanned his brain. And then they took a kid from the middle of the city whose mom got shot directly in front of him and they scanned his brain and they realized the effect of the trauma in both of those kids were the same. And now we return to today's show. So explain more about this feminine, masculine, and the narcissist trying to steal your power. So in other words, if you are a powerful woman and... The uh, you're in a relationship with a man who is trying to steal your power. Are you saying that that woman is going to have a harder time making money because she is giving her power to that man because she's she is holding that money power away from herself? Explain explain so- that. So let me give you an example. Whenever I hear someone saying, I support him, I'm pay for everything. I already know there's a, there's a, 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 there's an imbalance in that relationship. She's in her masculine and he's either being, he acts like he's an alpha, but he really, he's a beta, you know? So there's a really such situation like that where you'll see a woman, my mother supported all of us. She put me through med uh, law school, helped with law school, put my brother through med school. And, um, I think part of her was guilt too, cause she knew she needed to get out of that marriage, which she's finally getting divorced from him, which I'm so happy. Um, but yeah, well, she uh, watched a lot of my videos, by the way, she I think did. That. She did. that's how you recognize me. That's how we Mets. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Cause I told my mom to go watch you actually. And I, I remember seeing her. I'm like, you're the, I actually watched your videos to be quite honest with you. Because <laughs> I was, I was looking up narcissists and I saw you and I'm like, this is lady. Is that yeah, Cause we were at that, in that, that club and you were like, I know you. Yeah. It's yes. so crazy. Oh, my God. It was oh yeah. So anyway, we're so done. Anyway, go ahead. So, I want Cause I really want to hear this. This is really fascinating to me. So, so women who are a lot of single moms are predominantly in their masculine energy. Let's say, let's say they're in a relationship with a husband and you're okay. saying like... If he's not working, most of the or time... Or say he's working, but he makes a lot less. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's an imbalance in there. And so okay. usually... And usually it's because they feel entitled, like you should be taking care of them. Or, or like he makes a lot less, and but yet he is like treating her badly because yes. of it, because, yes. because he feels oh. jealous or something she's always going to be feeling like she owes him and to help support him. And so she's always going to be over delivering on her love and, and feeling like she's got to keep taking care of him. Cause it, there's that, that factor that comes in that toxic relationship of feeling sorry for them. Right. Cause they're always going to have a story of what's happening, why they can't afford what, or they want to live a bougie life. Cause they always act flashy. They'll always be like, you know, they acting like they have more than what they do because they want people to you know, look at them that they're, they're successful. Meanwhile, they're leaning on another woman to help them being successful. So there's one avenue like this, but you take a woman out of that situation and you take a high achiever and she could be married and in a relationship, but what her relationship with money is based upon is her relationship with the masculine energy. And many of the times, most of my clients have trauma. They have some level of trauma and, and toxicity that's happened to them in their lives. It could come from the mother, mother's masculine, because a lot of my clients do have um, narcissistic moms and it could come from the man. When a woman does not feel safe with that mass, like safe masculine with any masculine energy, she won't feel safe with money. 
Because what money does for us is it provides us a roof over our head, gives us security, makes us feel safe. And once we have a certain amount of it, we feel relaxed a little bit. Okay, we're safe now. But really it's a false sense of safety because the moment that that money could go away, you're back into that like fight or flight mode and you're you're feeling anxious, right? So it's um it's being able to feel safe even if you don't have the money, but with the masculine energy until you could heal your toxic patterns with the masculine, which usually looks a lot like a traumatic, um, you know, narcissistic relationship, you know, attachment issues and whatnot, until you can heal through that, the chances of you feeling super safe with money doesn't happen. So you'll see women who are even making eight figures still feeling in this scarcity, because there's abundance and scarcity and scarcity is a victimhood, right? You'll still see them with their patterns coming through in their business and the way they operate with money, how they hire staff members, who they allow in their place. And, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's so interesting because when someone tells me something about how they believe about money, I can really trace it back to the trauma. I can trace it back to the relationship with, with, um, the, the, um, I'm having a blanket with the narcissistic or the, um, unhealed masculine in their life, their toxic masculine in their life. I can always trace it back to the, them not feeling safe. But the flip side of this is that they're very successful and executing and doing things and getting things done, but we want to take it to the next level, feel be executing, but also then feel safe. Now, when my clients go through my program and they come through me, like just recently, a client said she was born in poverty, had a lot of trauma, a lot of toxic um, relationships. I finally feel safe with money. I know that when I spend it, when I use it, it comes back even more. Like there's no attachment, no power there. Like where money has power over us. And what I mean is like a lot of people want to do things like maybe invest in your program, Rebecca, or do other things. But you know what? I, I don't have the money. Um, when the money comes in, I'll do that. When the money shows up, I'll do that. But really what you're doing is giving money that power instead of you having the power over it. But once you can heal that underlying relationship, your relationship with money changes. So what's the first step? The first step is identifying that you do have one. Like what is your real relationship with money? And then I would instantly go and find out where your relationship is with the masculine in your life. Are you feeling safe with that masculine? Do you feel safe, you know, with, with masculine energy? Are you always the person in control? Cause being a control freak, being hyper micromanaging, being a perfectionist, um, with some other things I could think of, maybe even a people pleaser, um, or identify, identifying your, um, your inability to feel safe and allowing money to come in. Cause you're always trying to control how it comes in instead of being in that feminine and just trusting. So the first thing is I would identify your relationship. Do you feel safe investing? Do you feel safe in spending? You know, and a lot of people say, Oh yeah, yeah, I do. But when I really look on it, do you buy things for yourself just because, or do you buy things out of a necessity? Cause when you can buy things that you actually like, Oh, I just love that. I want to buy it you have a different relationship with money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so identify your, your, um, your relationship and then look to see your patterns with your, with the masculine in your life. It could be from your father. Or it could be for your mother. Do you have a safe relationship? Is there a toxic relationship there that needs to be healed and worked through? Because once you can, you will bring more abundance in your life. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And so for people who don't have a healthy relationship with that masculine in their life, what do you recommend that they do? 
Well, it first starts with us, right? Because we want to take our power back. If I always say this, you know, the Taylor Swift, if you realize, you know, I'm the problem, then you're the solution. So the moment that you can identify that you have the power in you to change, it's getting out of that victim mindset every day, just rewiring your belief systems of realizing that, you know what, I can do something different. I can change this. So I I definitely would start with that process. Yeah. So um, how would you recommend people manifest? Oh, manifesting is clearing. Okay. So this is a whole other episode, but I'll definitely give you the, 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 the thing about it. We manifest with our thoughts, but really with our emotions. And a lot so of the true. times, many of us with trauma or have had any type of like um, toxic parents, we've learned to go into survival mode. And when you get into survival mode, what happens is you're not um, allowing your emotions to be felt, seen, or heard like around. So you put a shield up and a lot of the women in my life have a shield up. So you see really strong women, boss women, or very icy queen, or I don't like to hug or, you know, very closed off emotionally. When you see that you're actually blocking your ability to manifest, the more that you can heal and open your heart and feel safe in your emotions, bring safety and money too. you're able to really manifest. Like I manifest at lightning speed right now. Like I know if I think something, it just comes in. Like, it's crazy how that happens and allowing yourself to do that. Now, if you're manifesting something that hasn't come in yet, I would go and work on your emotions. Cause most of the time it's not always your thoughts. Cause you can change your thoughts around like mindset stuff is out there, but getting really in alignment with those emotions, breaking those patterns with narcissists and with toxic, you know, behaviors is going to help you as you would say it slay. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the book that changed your life? Wow. Book that changed my life. There's so many, I mean, obviously the power of now was like just changed Uh, many people's lives, but I mean, that's, it's, I don't want to be so cliche with that and say that, but, um, seat of the soul by Gary. Uh, You know, I actually got to, um, interview him. You did. Oh my I gosh. did. I met him. And then I also got to interview him. So we're, gonna, we're talking uh, with him right now for him to, we have a book coming out. So we're working with um, his team right now, but, um, yeah, I love him. Yeah. I got to meet him in person. And yeah. So I met so him I at an Oprah oh. event in 2017 and he's just the kindest man in the, the whole best. world. The best. Um, I got to spend a weekend with him. Oh, he's amazing. You're so lucky. Yes. He's a, he's a good soul. My client is very uh, good friends with him. She goes to his house every, every a couple of times a week for dinner. And mm-hmm. uh, the way she manifested that connection is amazing. But um, Gary's book, Seat of the Soul, helped me realize that my my spiritual self was having an awakening and I was awakening to my spiritual self. And then my human was having a self-development um, upgrade. And that the two of them together were evolving into this new, um, spirit, having a human experience. And, um, it was really powerful to see how the two work together. I, I advise everybody to, who was on a spiritual journey, awakening or self-development to, to read that book. Um, mm, definitely so is gonna, it's going to move your soul in a way that you just, you just haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Uh, so how does one stay in their feminine? How does so, one trust? I feel like, I, by the way, trust is my word for this. Oh, it is. Year, oh, this yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. I feel like I'm a boss. You're a boss. And I feel like a lot of women get this 
confused that they have to be having bubble baths and, you know, just getting pedicures and manicures. And that's the way to get in your feminine. Those are definitely beautiful ways of receiving, right? Cause we have to be great receivers and being a great receiver is one of the easiest ways to get into your feminine. Somebody wants to open the door for you. You just say yes. And thank you. Someone gives you a compliment. Thank you so much. Not like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. You know, like I thank you. You know, um, people want to buy you dinner, pay for a drink or just, you know, allowing you to be present in who you are. But the deeper meaning of what it means to be in your feminine is to have that super connection with your soul self, with your higher self, which is not doing anything. Your human is the doer. Your human is an ego and getting things done. And your spiritual soul self is the one that is the knowing that gets the information that you don't know where it came from, that has the big visions, that has the desires, that has the intuition and trust. And, and you'll get a thought like, I, oh, I need to do that. Right. So the way to do that is to start listening to it and trusting it. Mm. Stop ignoring it because it's like a muscle. You exercise it more and allow yourself some time where you're just in stillness because really the, when I make the most amount of moves and, and, and money is not when I'm actually taking the action, which is true. I'm not saying not to take action, but it's when I allow myself for the stillness, when I allow myself to be, and I'm not saying every day you do this, but there has to be a moment in time. I do it in the morning. Every day I have some stillness, but I allow myself to, um, that's where your creative moments come in. I allow myself to have those moments throughout the day where I'm not just pushing, not just an action, but allowing that peacefulness to come through. I remember before my awakening back in 2013 and before the yoga mat, I would look for, I would see pennies on the ground and I picked them up and I would, I would, um, wish for happiness. And then, then I started wishing for peace. Yeah. And I believe that was my soul that was searching for the, the stillness and the peace, because really that is where the great wisdoms come in. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Such good stuff all packed into this episode. You guys are going to need to go back and listen to this again because she has so many pearls of wisdom in here packed in. Um, Where can people learn more about you? Where can they find you? Where can they get your good stuff? Okay. I thank you so much, by the way. Um, you can go listen to the Quantum Woman podcast. It is filled with information on there. I am a big believer, like Rebecca, of giving lots of information, um, overloading. We live in abundance, so we're always over-delivering. You're going to get a lot of information there. You can join the Quantum Woman group online. You can go to my website, www.shaminataylor.com. And um, find me on Instagram, too. Shamina Taylor is on there. We... Um, we are all about connecting. I love when people message me and reach out and tell me that something changed their lives. So please connect with me. I'm a big connector and uh, I'd love to hear from you. Yes. Go check her out. I mean, even if you're a guy, this is good stuff, by the way. It really is. I have a lot of guys in my, so, in my group. <laughs> so good. Good stuff. Go to shaminataylor.com. Check her out. Go follow her on Instagram. Get her stuff. Follow her. She is how amazing is she? What an incredible soul. Seriously. I'm so grateful that I get to be in her world and be her friend. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shamina. Thank you for having me, Rebecca. I absolutely love you. You're an amazing soul. Love you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. 
Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life and I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official health care partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at GWHospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Hey, Slayers. I'm here to tell you about a new podcast I'm excited about. Creating Confidence, hosted by Heather Monahan, a part of the Yap Media Network. Heather sits down with experts like Gary Vee, Sarah Blakely, and Les Brown to share with you techniques and strategies to create your confidence, pursue your dreams, and leapfrog villains you'll meet along the way. Creating Confidence is about elevating your confidence to the highest level ever. And take your business right there with you. Don't believe me? I'm going to share some of the amazing reviews that I've seen on Apple. Here's one. Heather has the perfect gems of wisdom that not only inspire you, but motivate you into action. I recommend it to anyone who wants to elevate their reach and go to that next level. How about that? That's amazing. Here's another one. Heather is so inspiring and each episode is filled with tips and tricks on how to become more confident and live the life of your dreams. So if you are looking to level up your confidence, check out Creating Confidence now. Subscribe to Creating Confidence with Heather Monahan today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is.